You're listening to episode 24 of the Focus and Bloom podcast. Are you ready to up your Instagram game? Well, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about strategies, tips, and tactics on how you can up your Instagram game. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Focus and Bloom podcast, a business and lifestyle podcast for creative souls and dream makers. Each week, we'll talk about how to build your brand and tackle work-life balance with purpose and joy, one action at a time. Here's your host, Josenia Bocanegra. Joining us today is Instagram guru, Caitlin Durling. Caitlin loves connecting with people all around the world and is obsessed with all things Instagram. She spends her days hopping between client meetings, creating content, dreaming up strategies, and training her students on Instagram lead generation. Ready to talk all things Instagram, here's Caitlin Durling. Hi, Caitlin. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Me too. I'm excited. I, I we, Before we did today's episode, for, those, for our audience here, before we recorded this episode, we had a chance to connect a couple of weeks before. And it just, I felt that it was such a great connection. We have lots of things, lots of things in common. One of them, yeah. Instagram. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so, yeah, I'm so excited to have you here today. So before we dive into today's episode, can you share a little bit about you with our audience? Yeah, of course. So I'll share my background of the business, how I got started. We're about a year in now, which is really exciting. So I started my business after I grew an Instagram following from 18,000 followers to 500,000 followers in under a month for a local nonprofit here in the greater Philly area. It was such a great experience. And we also raised a lot of money for an amazing foundation. So Once I did that, I was like, let me step back, figure out if I can harness this growth and teach other business owners how to do this for themselves and maybe even do it for them. So I decided to build out my business, which has two sides, management and training, which has been so great. And we've been able to help a lot of business owners, you know, reach their goals through Instagram and also in other avenues of marketing. So it's been such a great experience so far. That's awesome. And that's, and that's, that's like a lot of, a lot of growth in a relatively short amount of time. And, and for sure, that doesn't come overnight. There's definitely a lot of work put behind that. And that's why I wanted to bring you in so that we can, so that you can share your expertise with the audience and share some of those really successful t- tips and tactics that, that really make a difference in, in our Instagram game. Yes, absolutely. It's so true. Like, you know, that was four or five months of planning to get that kind of growth. So it definitely takes time. And when it all happens, you're not really sure how it's going to end up because it's unpredictable. People are unpredictable, but it was a great experience. And luckily we ended up lucking out through the process. Um, but now I've been able to step back and really figure out daily strategies, which I'm really excited to share with the audience, because I think when you, you know, push it all into one month, it can be a little bit overwhelming. So if we can harness that growth over a longer amount of time and adapt as we go, go and learn and innovate from different experiences on Instagram, that's when we really, you know, hit the sweet spot with our community. Awesome. All right. So let's, let's go, let's keep talking about Instagram. So let's, the first thing is like, um, personal versus business accounts, which type of account should one have and why? Yeah. Great question. I love this question. So 
I'm sure we've all kind of heard, you know, rumors of switching to a business account can drop your engagement. And I've actually tested that theory and it's not true on my end. So I haven't seen anything like that before. I love business Instagram accounts. I am all about them because I can see the back end of the insights. So Instagram has a lot of features that many business owners don't even utilize yet. So it can give you a lot of feedback from your clients so that you're able to pivot your marketing based around what your client is liking, commenting on, engaging with, um, and re-watching, which we'll get into, which we know is video is such a big key factor to Instagram. So We'll get into that a little bit later, but business Instagrams are key for business owners because you have to make sure that you're hitting your mark and you're constantly reaching new people. Because when we get static, even if we're not growing in followers, it's okay. But as long as we're reaching new eyeballs every week, that's when you're always doing the right thing, reaching new hashtags and redeveloping ways to connect with people on a higher level. And then the followers normally come after that. That's awesome. And, and I think that it's, it's a, you, you mentioned something that's super important and it's the, the insights, the measuring, getting that back end and information of who's watching you, who's clicking, who's liking that engagement and the getting metrics. Because then if you don't have that, then you're like just figuring, just doing something and not really knowing who you're reaching out. So uh, it's when we're, when it comes to business and especially uh, within business, any marketing strategy, you really want to be intentional and you want to address it towards that public that you really want to reach to. Exactly. Exactly. So when it comes to defining the best strategy for Instagram, you know, this can look very different for each business. What are some three strategies you recommend to implement on Instagram? Yeah. Okay. So I love this question. I always start out with location because I think location is key for Instagram. There's a reason why there's several areas for you to tag location on Instagram on every single post. And I think a lot of people maybe overcomplicate the app at times. Like the reason why these features are on there are supposed to help us reach more people. So you should be using, you know, all of the features that Instagram has. That's the reason why they added them. So location is key, especially when you're positioning yourself as an industry leader in your area. So even hashtagging locations, tagging those locations, looking at areas around you where your clients possibly live or even hang out on the weekends, it's a great way to connect with people and also a great icebreaker because sometimes when we're cold messaging, it feels really uncomfortable and we feel awkward and location's a great way to have a conversation about, you know, sports or or your local coffee shop, or your favorite place to stop and get your lunch. So location is always key on Instagram, and it also will help you reach more people when you're tagging it because others can find you through that avenue on the app. Another strategy, obviously, would be IGTV. I mean, if we're not using IGTV, then we're probably losing out on a lot of clients and a lot of views, um, especially because of this part of Instagram isn't as saturated as actual Instagram yet. So it's kind of like, you know, TikTok in the sense that if you get in early, you're going to be that influencer yeah. kind of thing. 
thing. So IGTV, it's a little bit more saturated than the TikTok market was, obviously. But there's a lot of time for growth on IGTV. There's ways to build out episodes. You can almost have your own channel, which I'm sure we're going to get to eventually, YouTube versus IGTV and what are the differences there. Um, so IGTV is definitely key, especially if you're a business owner, because you have to communicate with your audience. They're always buying from us most of the time. So if we're not showing our face and showing up on a weekly basis, we're missing out. And then the last strategy I want to mention would definitely be being authentic. And this comes with, you know, messaging, DMing, engaging with people, like no more of these scammy messages that feel really uncomfortable. We have to get super authentic with our audience. We have to niche down in order to communicate with them on the mass level so that they know how we're feeling, how we know how they're feeling and the emotions that they're going through. Most of the time, our ideal client is a past version of ourselves, which I actually learned from one of my business coaches. It sat so well with me. Her name's Project Me with Tiffany. She's amazing. Um, and it really hit home for me when I heard that because it makes approaching your client seem so much less scary than it does, you know, when you're just cold messaging and reaching out because you know how they feel. You know what they're going through. You know what their struggles are and you know how to start that conversation. So just being authentically yourself, I think, will make you really successful with your community. I agree. And, and people will know if you're being fake, they'll know. And and it's just, they're not going to follow you because it doesn't feel, you're not going to be able to connect with people if you're trying to be something that you're not. And it's just going to feel, it, it's going to show regardless. These yeah. are really, these are some really great strategies. And I am glad that you brought up IGTV and I have a question for you in just a bit, but before that, so we're talking about, you've got some really great strategies here, but there's a very common question about yeah. Instagram. And that is like, how do we create a stunning Instagram feed? It's like, it's all about the feed. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love this question too. This is a frequently asked question and it's definitely a challenge, right? Like there's not just one way of making a beautiful feed. There's not a secret sauce really. And I think it does kind of come back to that strategy of being authentically yourself. Like, what do you like looking at? What are feeds that you enjoy seeing? A great place to start is looking at Pinterest, creating your own Pinterest board and really targeting it to what you, your brand style should look like and kind of basing it off of that, not copying and pasting from Pinterest, right? But taking those ideas and kind of transitioning them into your own brand. And another way to really make things look cohesive really quickly is presets or any type of filter that you can lay on top of your photos just to kind of give that similar color flow. It makes things a lot easier. It's quicker. You don't have to spend time editing your photos all night ready. We don't have time for any of that as busy entrepreneurs. So that's impossible. Um, but the, Preset Lightroom, the Lightroom app on my phone and presets that you can just download. Sometimes you can even find some for like $5 on Pinterest that are on sale. And they're great. And they're all preset in your phone. You can quickly swipe over them. I always say that those are key. And then also, you know, working in some graphics in between. Because when it comes down to it, we can't all take photos 24-7, especially in the status of what's going on in the world. That's right. 
<laughs> that's right. It's impossible to even get a photographer to come take photos of us right now. So we have to be a little bit creative. We have to think outside of the box. Um, and working in those graphics and really like cool brand like graphics that you find on Pinterest are a great way to kind of give some fillers to your feed and also open up a conversation starter with your audience. It kind of stops them in their tracks when you put up like a really cool question or a quote on one of those, you know, quote boxes. Awesome. Yeah. I'm glad that you mentioned brand and consistency because it's not just consistently uh, publishing posts or whether that is IGTV or stories or actual uh, posts on your feed, but it's just the, the consistency and how everything looks. If it's like dark and moody, or if it's like super bubbly and colorful, or if it's very elegant, you want that, that you want that to be showcased throughout the whole feed so that it gives that feel of what your business, the experience, your brand is all about. Yes, yes. So let's go back to IGTV. So do we need IGTV if we already have a YouTube? Like, can you, what what can you share about IGTV and like things that we need to keep in mind? Yes. Okay, great question. So with IGTV, I want to start off with this because I think this is really, really key. And a lot of people on Facebook, influencers, you know, really high-end people that have millions of followers, they don't put any words or captions in the bottom of their videos. And it's honestly really upsetting because sometimes we want to watch the videos in bed or like whatever and not bug our partner, bug whoever, right? Or also we can reach a lot of a larger audience that might be hearing impaired and we have to think about so many people as we're creating this content. It's not just about us. It's about your client and them gaining free value from you. So always, always, always add captions to your videos on IGTV and Facebook and YouTube. You know, I'm sure that there are certain ways that you can buy, you know, different types of apps. I use mixed captions. It's pretty, you know, user friendly. It takes about two minutes for them to upload the captions and it's really easy. So that's a great way to reach a larger audience. And if you currently have a YouTube channel and you might have, you know, amazing content that you want to reuse, but you're not sure how to, a great way is just, you know, simply clipping down those clips into 10 minutes or even six minutes in between and reusing them. Make it kind of like an episode. Like I was saying on IGTV, you can create your own channel and have episode one, two, three, and four. You could build out tons of different trainings through IGTV using your past videos and it actually will save you a lot of time too. So reuse your content, especially if you haven't put it on this platform before. And I think that there's something to be said about having both a YouTube channel and IGTV because then you're reaching even more eyeballs on several platforms and you already have the content developed. So why not? Right. Yeah. And there's a, a an important thing about YouTube is that YouTube is paired. It is a Google company. So Google loves Google and yeah. YouTube. There is that. SEO and discoverability that you have with YouTube. And, you know, it's just, like you said, getting on the screens of more eyeballs, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. So yeah, it's not like one either or it's like, it's not really a question of either or it's really a question of how you're using how you are repurposing your content for one platform and the other and one could be the teaser to the other. 
So yeah. it's just, it's all about this, like, like a puzzle, a different, a bunch of different pieces to a, to one single puzzle. Yes, exactly. That's a great point. The teasers are key, especially on Instagram, because people are constantly wanting to be like clicking on something like they enjoy getting lost in the scroll hole as we all do at times, right? Like it's kind yeah. of fun. You learn a lot. Of stuff. So yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so earlier on, you talked about uh, direct messaging can you in in cold messaging so can you dive into a little bit more about direct messaging strategies like what tips or tactics you tactics you have on that yeah absolutely so you know really getting clear on who your ideal client is key here you have to know who you're messaging and you can't just you know pick a hashtag and message everybody underneath it because that feels really uncomfortable and people can tell when you're doing things like that so for example if you work b2b get really clear on what business you are currently marketing to what industry are they in? And if they're in several industries, then get really clear on how they feel. Kind of talk about those emotions in the message and open up a conversation. The second thing I want to say is when you're sending these messages, do not put a sales pitch in the message. It is not about selling. This app is simply to grow your community and share free value. That is it, you know? So when you eventually warm those clients on a daily basis through your posting, through communicating via DM, if they have questions, you're very open to taking them and you get back to them in a timely manner. Let's say, you know, 24 hours is normally doable for most of us. We can make that happen. Um, so you want to just really stay on top of things and understand that this is not a way for you to sell, sell, sell. It's more of a way for you to convert leads, to get on the phone call and then make the sale. So really think about just offering free value and developing relationships through DMs is the best way to approach this. Now, when you're searching for your specific industry, you can search through location, hashtags, you know, there's so many ways you can find people. You can even go on others' accounts and see who they're engaging with. Um, but a really great way to get clear on your client is by actually going in and looking at some of their past posts. Like if they just bought a house or if they just had a kid, you should probably mention that in the message when you're reaching out to them, because if not, then it just feels really uncomfortable. So you definitely want to, you know, skim over who you're talking to. Take the time to quickly skim. And it's not, you know, getting really in depth into their life. Just quickly skim through and, you know, give a little acknowledgement to what's going on in their lives, because if we don't, then we really just don't care about them. They can feel that on the other end. We've all gotten messages like that before. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's really about connecting. And like, you know, an example is like you reach, we connected through Instagram. You reached out to me and we had a conversation and then we clicked. And I'm like, okay, this is great. I would love to, I think you have such a great personality you. and you have so much good information that you want to share. You're also an entrepreneur. So I, I'm in the business of helping people. <laughs> so whether that is networking, sharing, whatever, I love helping. And I think, and I love connecting with people. And I think yeah. you know, that's, that's what we really want to do online is connecting. I mean, it's enough that we have to social distance. 
you know, let's connect. Let's actually build actual connections online. Uh, and yeah. it's just gonna, it's gonna feel authentic. And that's the whole key of it. And one thing, and as you know, you're talking about like niching down and paying attention to who you're, you know, whether that is B2B. So for, and for those of you who are not familiar with the term, B2B is business to business. B2C is business to customer or client. Um, and you know, whoever your target market is, you want to definitely reach them out, see what their, what their interests are. And, and then you can tailor your feed. You can tailor what your, your, your marketing approach on Instagram based on that so that you have different categories of things to share, but they're all about that big niche that you have, um, that goal. Yes, that's so true. Like, and, and that's another great thing for this platform. When we met, I could tell right away, you know, this is something that I would enjoy doing. Like, I'm going to reach out, you know, why not start the conversation? And that's all it is, is just extending a conversation. And if some people get back to you, that's amazing. Like, look at who I met through this podcast. Like, this is so fun, you know? But then if other people don't get back, it's like, oh, okay, whatever, you know, maybe they had an off day or maybe they're just not ready to communicate with me yet but hopefully they follow and then hopefully they get to know me through my IGTVs and then hopefully they will reach back out so it's all about you know exactly what you're saying just being open to the conversation and moving things forward especially during what we've been all going through like it's been really hard right as a business owner we're all (laughs) communicating and like empowering each other and like getting jazzed up at like events or whatever and now we're all stuck inside our homes with our significant (laughs) others wondering why we're not feeling enlightened about working like it's definitely difficult so Instagram is a great right it's a great avenue for all of us to connect and seriously feed off of the energy of one another too because it can it can happen that way especially through voice messages and other things that you can go do through DMs to really get to know people so I totally agree absolutely oh my gosh I love this I, I you've shared so many really great tips and we can continue talking about Instagram because one Instagram is fun <laughs> two there's just so much to cover but before we wrap this up I want to do a lightning round which is where I ask you a couple of random questions just for fun so that we can end the interview on a fun note yes are you I ready so fun. I'm excited <laughs> all right so number one coffee or tea Definitely coffee. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yes. <laughs> we need all the caffeine we can get around here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's your non-superpower power? Oh, I can touch my tongue to my nose. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> okay, so what is the worst dish you've ever made? Oh, this is a really good one. I'm I'm honestly not the cook in the household. My boyfriend takes care of that. I'm extremely spoiled. But I have to say, this one time I did make like this really bad dip, like just like, you know, like Tostito dip. And it was so bad. I think I really janked it up. It was not good. <laughs> <laughs> I went for my best friend's bacon. She wasn't happy yeah. she's still our friend though that's all that matters that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> spring summer winter or fall 
Which one? Oh, you know what? This is a great question too. I I was born in the spring, but I have to say fall because I'm like so about that pumpkin spice life. I mean, totally. Me too. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yes. Hashtag pumpkin spice life. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, how can people connect with you online? Oh, yes. Okay, great. So please head over to my Instagram account at Meraki, M-E-R-A-K-I, underscore media, underscore management. We give tons of free tips every single Thursday about business Instagram accounts and so much more. I really try to, you know, practice what I preach and put up for the free value. So please head there to check out my page. That would be amazing. Awesome. Kaylin, thank you so very much. I I really enjoyed this interview. I hope you have an awesome week and everybody same thing. Hope you have an amazing and productive week. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on. I want to say a huge thank you to all of you who have been tuning in for the past 24 episodes of season one of the Focus and Bloom podcast. Another huge, huge thank you to all of my guests in this first season for sharing their time and expertise with our audience. So thank you so, so very much. I hope you've all found inspiring and insightful and very useful tips and tactics throughout these past episodes for your business and marketing journey. I would love to know which episode you love the best. So hop on on Instagram and check out at Focus and Bloom Podcast and share your comments, thoughts, feedback, and don't miss out on season two, which is coming up soon. And we're going to be talking about video marketing. So stick around. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Focus and Bloom podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world and it helps others discover the show. And if you want to get your hands on more video podcasting resources, head on over to focusandbloomstudios.com and check out our tools and resources for video podcasters and content creators just like you. I'll see you on the next episode.